Life Audio. Welcome to the Jesus is All We Need podcast. Today we have a very special guest. If I went through his whole bio, we would be here for about 20 minutes talking about all the things that he's accomplished. But my friends, Kurt Cameron, who many of you will know, especially from my generation, is Mike Seaver from Growing Pains. Um, he's done a lot of movies. My personal favorite is a fireman. I gotta throw a shout out to Fireproof out there, Kurt. One of my <laughs> one of my ultimate favorite faith based movies that you made. And uh, the coolest thing that I want to kind of hit with everyone is this new children's book that Kurt wrote. As you grow. Kurt, welcome to the show, man. Glad to have you here. Thanks, Jason. Good to talk with you. Thanks for all of your service uh, all these years. And Fireproof was a movie that was so it was, it was so unique in, in that it brought a biblical worldview to the topic of marriage in the public square. Mm-hmm. So people were going to movie theaters, bringing their friends who wouldn't go to church to hear about how to heal their marriage from the inside out. And I'm so glad that it made a difference for you. Oh, it, it did. And, you know, so many firefighters, they struggle with personal relationships because when we go to work, we become what I call stone cold lifesavers, meaning you have to put your emotions, your feelings aside so you can help other people. But yeah. then when you return home, you got to turn it off and, and try to readjust. And daddy, how was your day at work? And, you know, be the, the husband. And it's a struggle for a lot of firefighters and it bleeds in, you know, the, the enemy comes in and can also use that. It bleeds into lots of areas of life. So thanks for that, man. Cause I know from the fire department community as a whole, you blessed more people than you'll ever know. Oh, well, that encourages me. It was an honor to be a part of it. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Cool, man. All right, let's talk about your new or newer book, your kids' book, man. Title, tagline, what's it about? Well, I wrote a new children's book called As You Grow, and it's a book that teaches kids about biblical wisdom and the fruit of the Spirit 
like love, joy, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, through the seasons of their lives. And it's a great little book, beautifully illustrated, and it's published by a company that has a whole bunch of books. They're called Brave Books Publishing, and it's part of a book of the month club where people can sign up and get a new book delivered to their door every month that that has a pro-God, pro-America value, teaching kids about biblical wisdom, the fruit of the Spirit, Also, warning about things like cancel culture, like critical race theory, like communism, and the dangers of the things our kids are learning in public schools today that we need to not only understand as parents, but we need to understand that our kids are being taught those things. How do we combat it, replace it with the truth, and doing it in a way that's engaging for our kids? So it's not just telling telling them ideas, but helping them to digest life-giving principles that they will want to uh, incorporate into their life. Um, so these books have little activities at the back that bring the family together and reinforce those principles with games and contests and stickers and maps and superheroes and all that kind of stuff. It's called it's called As You Grow, and you can get it at bravebooks.com. Cool, and I know that my audience out there is going to love this because uh, a lot of them are moms, dads with younger kids and stuff, so I'll definitely make sure that we put a link up with this show. So wh- cool. what I'm hearing about that kind of excites me is – it opens up conversations between kids and parents, which is huge. I'm a big believer in that because Christy, my wife of, and I, she had been married to her for 21 years now. Um, we homeschool our kids for all the same reasons that you just spoke about, the things they were being taught. I mean, I, I want them to be good, strong Christians going into the world and, and loving on people, but I also want them to stand firm in their faith and to have a resource like this where we can have these conversations early with our kids. Bro, what a blessing, man. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I'd love for you to get a, a copy of the book. And and honestly, my book is 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 good, but there are dozens of great books at Brave Books, like Club Awesome Sauce is a brand new book that came out uh, by a lady who's a Fox News reporter. And that's a whole book that is about America. That's what where we live, Club Awesome Sauce. And everybody wants to join this club and get in here, except many of them don't understand that you've got to keep the rules of the club or you'll end up destroying the club. So clubhouses have rules for a reason, and America has a constitution for reasons. How do we teach that stuff to our kids? This is the way. Get stories into their heads with characters that they love and inspire them to become the next generation of liberty-loving, liberty-defending, faith-filled heroes. Yes. So I I think that's where my focus is right now. And as parents and as grandparents, I think there's nothing more uh, Christian and nothing more patriotic that we can do than to raise our own children. Right. If we subcontract parenting out to public schools, which are dominated Mm -hmm. and infiltrated by anti-Christian ideologies, Mm -hmm. uh, you trying to keep up with seven hours of indoctrination a day with your 30 minutes uh, between dinner and bedtime, uh, between sports and homework. Right. Is, is really not a competition, and that's why it's no wondering, wonder we're losing our children. Right. And we've got to reverse that trend uh, ASAP. It's mission critical, right. or we're, we're, we're dead in the water. I, I fully agree with that. You know, my wife and I, when we decided to have kids, we knew it was going to be a tough schedule. Me being a fireman, and I was working, you know, 56 hours a week on 24-hour shifts. She's a labor and delivery nurse. 
But our number one thing was to raise our kids in a biblical house because I'm a true believer that if God gives you a child, he's also giving you everything you need to raise that child. You, you know, because yeah. like with you at school, hey, go out there and teach algebra, go out there and teach us. I have no issue with that. But the stuff I see these kids being indoctrinated to right away blows me yeah. away because our 16 year old, he plays games. We watch, see what he's playing and all that stuff. And right away, all of a sudden, the political content that he gets from these discords and all these other things that were coming through blew my mind on what they were even trying to get into the kids then, man. So kudos yeah, man. to you for standing strong on that, bro. Well, 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 thanks. And um, J- Jason, I, well, let, let's just dive deep here for a yeah, second. If we're going to talk about go. kids, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about parenting. Um, I, I believe what we're experiencing right now in our culture, Jason, to to just just to be honest with you, is a divine spanking for the the, the household of faith. Right. I, I believe that what's going on is the result not of the forces of darkness just being stronger than the children of light, mm-hmm. uh, because greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world, right? Everyone wants to say amen. Therefore, what we're doing is we're handing the culture over to, to lesser forces. Mm-hmm. We're actually um, surrendering ground and ground that belongs to God, and and specifically, I mean the hearts and minds of our children. Mm-hmm. God entrusted them to us, and we are allowing others to train them up in the way they want them to go, right. so that when our children are older, they will not depart from those pagan ways. Right. That's on our watch. We're, let me put it in firefighters' terms. Yeah. The house is on fire, right. and to be honest with you, we're the ones who let the brush grow up next to the house. Right. And we created the conditions that allowed an easy spark to light the house on fire. Right. What we need to do is get back in the driver's seat. We need to uh, take back the education of our children. Mm -hmm. So parents, man, get on this with both feet. Right. And if you're sending your kids someplace and outsourcing parenting, Mm -hmm. which is the passing on Mm -hmm. of godly truths and values to the next generation, then the collapse of the kingdom of God is on our heads. Right. You know, bro, and that's so so turn that around. Grab your kids and pull them into the fold, whether that's homeschooling or a good private school, Mm -hmm. a homeschool, private school, hybrid combo network, whatever it is. Uh, Look, if you send your children to Caesar to be educated... Don't be surprised if they come back Romans. Right. Oh, hey, bro, I'm stealing that line from you just so uh, so you know. I'm, I stole I mean, it from Bodie Bauckham. So <laughs> oh, I love Bodie, man. This was such a great guy. So here's a little backstory. I don't want to make it about me, but why I'm so passionate about this is for the first 28 years of my life, I wasn't an atheist. I, I call what was like a nunness, not like a nun in the Catholic Church, but I was nothing. I was I was an angry person walking in the dark. You know, my parents divorced when, when I was eight years old. I lived in a house with an angry dad who did not want to be a parent. Mm. What I tell people is when you don't pour the true love of God into your children, they're going to go find it elsewhere. And for me, I chased yeah. it on the streets. I became a very not okay guy. And luckily, I traded my old gang in for the new gang, which is the Oakland Fire Department, and the even better, quote, gang, if you will, by becoming a follower of Christ. So the reason I'm so passionate about this is walking in the dark for 28 years, I can still feel it. I can still tap back into that. And when I see that darkness just pulling our children in like they pulled me in, I've got nothing to do but say, let's go, because the other part of that... 
I've witnessed countless people take their final breaths as I was trying to save them and their eternities were being locked in. And it's given me a sense of urgency to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ in all ways to all peoples. And I see how the evil one does it, which means we need to plant the seeds early in our children, in our teens, in the colleges, because it's it's a losing battle right now, man. They're the ones that are winning. And do you see that also? Yeah, yeah, we're, 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 you know, we're, 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 we're playing the same chord here. And I think what we need to do is we need, we need to transition uh, from recognizing that we're in serious trouble, that we have problems and that we need to get to the solution. We need, we need solutions now. Right. We need it like we need air, we need hope, and we need a vision of victory. So uh, I, I appreciate, Jason, all the topics that you talk about on this program. Uh, and, and my encouragement to, uh, to everybody is ask God in your prayer time, uh, assuming you have a prayer time, right. uh, whoever's listening to this, uh, be, be praying. Um, it, it, it's when God turns nations around from ancient Israel to other nations in history, including our nation, when people have a revolution of religious sentiment. We have a Christianity in, in this country that has become anemic and uh, forgotten who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we go back and look at the pilgrims, these are people who were serious about prayer. Right. They were uh, they, they read their Bibles like their lives depended on it because it did. Mm-hmm. They had ideas that they ended up fighting for, believing that God was behind them, and they had a fearless faith and a moral integrity that built the greatest country on earth. Can we say that about America today? Can we even say that about Christian men and women today? Right. Um, so in your prayer time, in your reading of God's word, uh, my, my, my call to action is ask God, what can I do to uproot evil in the, in the area that I have been placed in? What can I do to make a difference first in my own life and in my, and in my home right. and then in my place of work and, and be a part of a, a family of faith in, in a local church that is... Um, bringing reformation and revival to my community. Right. If we all did that, first in my heart, then in my home, and then in my community, uh, w- we would heal America from the inside out. And uh, bring your kids with you as you do all of these things. Pray with your kids. Read the Bible with your kids. Repent in front of your children when you make mistakes. Go to church with your children and get them out with you into the world and actually dispel the darkness by shining light. Right. You know, that's what's so cool. And I, I love that because that's what we do is when I mess up in front of my kids and I recognize, I don't let them parent me. I parent them, but I also, by example, I go, boys, you see, dad, I messed up there. How, how would God think about that? What would God think about that? And then we go to our yeah. Bible and we read scripture and we pray together. And it's just not a cute little nightly prayer. It's every day, even in the car, when we yeah. see something, I teach my kids, hey, let's pray for that guy that just asked us for money. Let's pray that he's going to make his way to the shelter. Let's pray things like that. You know, teaching them to pray as opposed to having them feel bad all the time. And and with that being said, it's something like this. In the fire department, when we showed up to a house fire, 
we had 10 seconds to make a plan of action, right? That plan of action didn't come just by us going, oh, what should we do? It came from years of training, years of experience, filling ourselves full of all the knowledge of those that came before us so we could attack that fire. And that's why I'm on board with you is let's fill our heart, our minds, our souls with the scripture. So when we show up to the everyday fires and lives, we can confront it without a long pause of, Hmm, let me reflect. No, bring the word of God and bring it in a powerful way that's going to change heart, minds, and souls or draw a line that evil can't cross. So I'm so on board with that, bro. And and with that, Love it. Yeah, with that being said, I'm kind of stoked right now. I want to ask you a little bit. I know time is precious for you, but your book tour, man, I followed it just because, you know, being an author, I get stoked seeing how things are happening. Let's talk about that, about you showing up to libraries and different places to read to the children. And, and you know, I know there was some stuff that happened, but the good stuff. What did you see in these kids, man, when you were there doing this? Well, the, the kids are all in. I mean, kids love stories. Kids have wild imaginations and giant curiosities. So, so reading stories for kids is, is lots of fun. One of the interesting things about this book tour is uh, no doubt you've, you've heard of these drag queen story hours that have right. been uh, plaguing the nation. It's right. uh, spreading uh, faster than the COVID virus. And again, I think this is a symptom, uh, not, not a cause. It's a symptom of us creating a vacuum in places like public libraries and schools and politics and, and places that we kind of think are sort of dirty and we don't want to go there. We don't want to be involved. We're too busy for that kind of stuff. But you know what happens when there's uh, sort of a, a, a vacuum of air in a house fire, right? What, what, what happens? What do they call that? Does the vacuum stay forever? Or does, does, uh, what happens when you open a window and there's a vacuum in the center of the house? Oh, man, it, things change. Things definitely change. Yeah, that backdraft comes in, right? And kaboom, yeah, all of a sudden, you're, you're in an explosive situation. Right, you're in what we call a deadly situation, which I've been in a couple of times, and it's going to take you out. You're right on that. That's a great analogy. I get it. So if we create that, that vacuum by not occupying areas of leadership like education and law and government, then what happens is, the enemy will come rushing in like a backdraft and just cause absolute havoc and, and light our whole country on fire. And it's very difficult to, to put something like that out. Right. So um, what I did is I wrote this book and, and I asked some libraries to let me come in and do a public story hour like they, they do every day, every week. And I was denied by over 50 woke libraries who previously held drag queen story hours. I pointed out their hypocrisy on Fox News. Uh, Tucker and I had a conversation wherein I let those libraries know that they could have a free copy of my book and, and see that these were values that we want for all of our kids, love, right. joy, kindness, gentleness, self-control. But if they continued their viewpoint discrimination because I'm a Christian, that I would be prepared to assert my constitutional rights in court. Yes. They sent links, reversed course, they caved. We went to the library in Indianapolis and in Scarsdale, New York. And, and we had over 2,500 parents and children show up and overwhelm that library saying, this is the kind of, uh, these are the books and values that we want for our children. Right. Uh, we, we don't want to be woke. We don't want to be broke. We want to prosper. We want to be strong and healthy. We want blessings for our kids. So we've been touring across the nation, going to libraries that have invited us, others that deny us because those communities desperately mm-hmm. need it. And people are coming out of the woodworks from sheriffs to mayors to uh, 
senators, congressmen, uh, artists, athletes, and they've been in the news too as they're standing for righteousness and, and goodness and truth. Right. And that's what's so cool because, you know, when I wrote my book, people are like, wait, what the heck? This is a, you know, through Thomas Nelson, this is a Christian book. And what it was, it was just the story of my conversion and stuff. But what you're saying there is so true because so many people say, no, I don't want that Christian book. I don't want that. And then you have tens and thousands of other people yeah. who are craving, they're craving it in media. They're craving it in literature. You can just see people that are so thirsty first for the word of God and then people that can bring them that stuff like you're doing. So, man, bro, if you ever get a chance, we'll get you up here to Placer County up in Northern California. We'd love to have you up here. So anyways, bro, I don't want to take too much of your time because, I mean, just having you here is going to be a blessing. It's going to bless my audience tenfold, man. What is a message you would like to leave my folks, not my folks, but the people who listen to this show with? What's something you'd like to leave them with, bro? Well, Jason, you inspire me and I love what you're doing. Um, And and, and I, I hope that many people will do what you're doing. And it's what I've tried to do is is say, God, you, you put me somewhere. You know, I wanted to be an act. Uh, I'm sorry. I wanted to be a doctor when I was a kid. I never wanted to be an actor. Right. You wanted to be a firefighter. But now you're an author and you're a podcast host. Now I'm I'm an actor and I don't even act that often. I I, I do other things where right. I'm teaching on marriage or, or, or maybe I'm writing a book. I want people to say, God. God, you gave me gifts, you gave me talents, you've given me some some measure of influence, and you've given me some passions for particular topics. Show me what I can do to shine light in the darkness that surrounds me so that we can build a world for our children that will bless them and protect them. Because we've got to get off the defense and get on the offense. That's what we're put here to do. This world was not created for the devil and, and, and his hordes of demons. It doesn't belong to the devil. It belongs to God. And right. Jesus said, in the world you'll have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And then he said, after he rose from the grave, all, all authority, both in heaven and on earth, has been given to me. So, so Jason... Um, this is just an obvious uh, answer to this question, but if if all authority, not some, not most, but if all authority was given to Jesus, both in heaven and on earth, how much authority does that leave for Satan on the earth? Right, and that none zero. That's why I tell people zero. go zero. Go the fight. The war has been won, so fight the battles. It's okay. There's nothing that can happen to you that's going to be greater than the win that He's already given us. You know, so I hear you on that, bro. Yeah, that's it. You're exactly right. And the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, if it's living within you, what do you have to be afraid of? I'm wearing a shirt right now that says "Be brave," right. and on the back I've got this Bible verse. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Yep. Be strong. Oh, yeah. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, bro. Yeah, man. That's it right now. If that's true and it is true, then that makes sense when God says, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. Fear the Lord. Yes, because that's the beginning of wisdom. But I didn't give you a spirit to fear men or circumstances. Walk by faith. And I'll give you a spirit of power, of right. love, and of a healthy mind. 
We have more mental illness today, uh, perhaps, than ever before. People are filled with worry and anxiety and doubt. And I'm talking about Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, the love of many people uh, is, is, is tainted by, and poisoned by bitterness. Right. And people are, are in bondage to their iniquity and, and their own sin. This is right. within the family of faith. Right. Uh, people feel weak and powerless. Listen. Grab a hold of your grab a hold of your your uh, grab a hold of your conversion and mm. find out if it's real. If right. it's genuine, then get your nose in the Word of God, hit your knees, pray, and begin trusting the promises and 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 obeying the commandments of God. And and let's go change the world together. Amen, brother. Dude, you sound exactly like my old drill instructors in the fire academy back in the early 90s. And, and well, when I, I was like, a firefighter for about a month. Bro, you were, hey, you were, <laughs> you did some miraculous acts there too, man. Okay. So let me, let me tell you something. But you know, just to preach it, that's what we tell the guys and girls in the fire academy. We're like, we are here to teach you to not die. That's it. We're teaching you how to not die. You know, things may happen and stuff, but we're filling you, like I said earlier, with all the knowledge, man. And so we can then courageously attack a West Oakland house fire, you know, and, and pull people from yeah. the flames. And that's what you're just preaching right there is be courageous. Get out there. Yank them from the flames, man. Do what you can do. You have a ministry in front of you which is the most important family, your local church, whoever yep. God put your path. Then you right. have the broad ministry. And I'm learning that by hundreds of thousands of people reading messages and that, that that's the broad ministry. And so there I, I'm showing them the faith and I'm, I'm wanting yeah. them to go to their local church. But locally, I'm pushing my brothers and sisters to go stronger, to do exactly yeah, what man. you are. And I still appreciate you're doing it. You're doing yeah. it, bro. You're you're uh, you're you're leading your army of, of people, and and we all can do that. And that first little army is uh, is our family. Those right. little kids, those are our first recruits. Right. And uh, you know, we we we, we got to protect the family, and then as families, we work together to uh, to advance the kingdom of God. Right. Love it. All right. Love it, brother. All right. So I'm going to put the links on there where they can get your books and the other cool. books and join the club. Yeah. Thank you. you. Thank you. One more. Yeah. If you could just say it one more time, that would uh, be a blessing for a lot of people listening. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for something that you can do to help your kids and strengthen your family and, and bring revival to America, one thing you could do is you could go to bravebooks.com and just sign up for the book of the month club. And what that will do is send a new book straight to your front door. You don't even have to think about it. It will just come, uh, and it will have a pro-God, pro-America value. One of them will be my books, uh, and then there will be others. And they all tie together with the same characters in all of the books who all live in a place called Freedom Island. Uh, Freedom Island represents America. We are an island of freedom in a woke and broke world. And there are forces that try to make Freedom Island not free anymore. And it, and it requires heroes on the island to rise up and fight against those forces and rebuild uh, her, her institutions. And, and that's what the kids get to be a part of with the games and the stickers and the maps and the heroes and the videos. And you do it all together as a family, reinforcing these important values. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. So head on over to lifeaudio.com and check them out. 
what you're going through, you are not alone. Sis, if you've experienced pain in your father-daughter relationship, I want you to know that you are loved and seen. I'm Kia Stevens, host of the Hope for Women with Father Wounds podcast, and I created my show to help you exchange your father wounds for the love of God the Father. Join me for encouragement, wisdom, and scripture. Just search Hope for Women with Father Wounds on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcast.